Do you have a relative that everyone hates to love? In Michelle's family, it was Uncle Lloyd. He was an eccentric, grumpy old fart of a man. In today's episode, number 13, Michelle and I talk about a most interesting family member. Her legacy writing is titled, Our Family Loves an Old Curmudgeon. We talk about summer memories Michelle made when she visited him during several childhood summers. She lets us in on how she used Uncle Lloyd's passion for clowning to traumatize her family. And then we touch on Lloyd's love of living in the buff. So now, here we go. Welcome. This is the Sidetracked Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. Hey, Shell. Hey, Lise. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing well, thanks. Great. Oh, um, I hope you're in a better mood than um, than the curmudgeon that you wrote about. <laughs> who always seemed to be in a grumpy mood. He was a grumpy ass. Everybody thought he was the grumpiest guy. You're the yeah. only one who, well, you're not the only one, but uh, you're one of the few people that got to to meet and know the softer side of Lloyd. Yeah, he was grumpy, but he just, but he had a heart of gold. He was, you know, <laughs> just, yeah, he would, he would have done anything for you, but he just, he liked, I think he liked the attention that it gave him to be the, you know, the grumpy. He was, he was very sarcastic. Super I think, sarcastic. Yeah. I think that was what came across as grumpy. He was always teasing and, and picking on people, but <laughs> he did that for the people that he liked, you know? Yep. Yep. Otherwise, so. he was just an ordinary guy. Yeah, exactly. Cool. But he was, well, you... he was, he was not ordinary. <laughs> he was definitely a character. He was definitely a character. So let's yes. hear your writing, your okay. uh, legacy writing. And it's called, uh, it's called, what did I call it? I don't even remember. Something about re- the curmudgeon. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Goodness. I can't even think now. My brain is lost. Our family loves an old curmudgeon. Yes. Yes. Let's hear it. So we have many interesting family members, but I'm going to pick one of my favorites, Uncle Lloyd. I could write for days about Uncle Lloyd. He was like a grandpa to me. Many people thought he was just a crabby old man, but I knew different. At age nine, I spent a week during the summer with him, Aunt Joan, and my cousin, Little John. The next summer, it was two weeks. The final summer, it was three weeks, and my my friends kept asking Mom if I was ever coming home. Lloyd worked at Kaiser Motors for many, many years, but by this point in his life, he just did maintenance for them. He planted the beautiful Kaiser flower beds every spring each night, and he closed up the shop and put up the lot barricades. During the summer, John and I got to help him with his nightly duties. It always made us feel so important to help. 
I remember so many little silly things about him, like when he'd come up to me and pinch the back of my arm really, really hard and say, how you doing, you little brat? He always had a twinkle in his eye and I knew he was teasing. So I'd reply, how are you doing, you old fart? He'd chuckle and give me a big hug. Lloyd was part of the reason for Brad's nursery being a circus theme. See, Lloyd was part of the Zor Shrine for many years, and I'd always seen pictures of him dressed up as a clown for parades. You know, the ones that ride the little scooters. I've always wanted to ride, or I'd always wanted to ride Lloyd's scooter, which he kept at Kaiser. But after one time that little John crashed it into a parked car, Lloyd told me that little girls don't drive scooters. In Brad's nursery, I had two framed pictures of Lloyd as a clown. I loved those pictures. One last funny thought of Lloyd was the fact that he loved to sunbathe naked in his backyard. The only time he didn't was when little John and I were visiting. During that time, Aunt Joan would insist that he wear underwear and little John and I were forbidden from going to the back of the house. He loved sunbathing nudes so much that he later shared a story about the time he went to a nude beach in Mazamani. He was naked, laying on the beach and got stuck. He couldn't get up. He sheepishly shared with us the fact that he had to ask a passerby who was also naked, to help him get up. Lloyd loved being nude so much that he was even buried naked. He was dressed for the funeral, but afterward, they removed his clothes so that he could enjoy his final rest the way he would have loved, naked. And as an update, I was just, today, I just was shared a picture of me and little John riding the little scooter. So apparently I did get to ride the scooter, but I have no recollection of it at all. Yeah. But I have, I have photo evidence that I did, that I did actually at least sit on it. (laughs) 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 So, you know, I do remember one time you were talking about him being a maintenance man. Um, I went along with him once on his trip. I mean, he went like at, at midnight, really yeah. late at night. Well, he, he went, yeah, up. because they'll see there's a bar next door. Oh. And so they put up barricades to prevent people from going around the parked cars. Um, you know, granted, they, well, I think there was, I believe there was a, fe- there's a fence around Kaiser. So there, you know, it was just, just a way to prohibit people from going in there. Okay. So, but yeah, he'd go at, at odd. We ate dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, but then, you know, after that, it was, it was usually later at night that we went and put up the barricades. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing that I, what you mentioned in your writing was about the flowers. Yeah. Yes. They used to, to put flower beds. Didn't they have like a letter, the letter K or uh, it's spelled out Kaiser okay. and they still do that. But I want to say he was, I, I always, I, in my mind, he was the one that, that invented that idea. And, you know, but he always, he was the one that put together the Kaiser flower beds that spelled out Kaiser. I think, I think Kaiser's in big red letters and then white flowers all around it. And he was a gardening um, fanatic. He was, he and Aunt Joan were the ones that got mom into gardening and encouraged her and all of that gardening stuff. And he loved to go to like Stein's and and he loved being in in the garden, being outside. And purchasing stuff for the garden. Purchasing, yes, yep. He had a be- they had a beautiful garden out um, in Madison. Um, yeah, he just he was very and and he, yeah, of course you can't forget his clocks. Yes. So well, wait, wait, wait. We'll get to the clocks. Okay. So the garden. Not only I remember the garden with the flowers, but he also had a koi pond. In he, the yeah. Back. He loved his koi pond. Yep. He actually and, had, actually had. Well, they actually had two koi ponds. They had one indoor and one outdoor. Um, 
but I, I don't know if I think during the summer they took the koi pond, they, they put the fish outside, but then right. in the summer or in the winter, they had a, a, they had a greenhouse built off the, off their house, off their sunroom. Um, so the, the koi were always in that during the winter. I remember there were like stepping stones in the greenhouse, but I was never allowed to step on yeah. them. No, you, <laughs> didn't, like, you didn't go in the greenhouse. No, you could, no. you could, there was a little brick ledge like by the koi pond. So you could sit on that. But um, yeah, and that that was the, the yeah. There was a sunroom built right off, or you know, like a gar- greenhouse built right off there. I wonder if that's still there. Yeah, I mean, like literally attached to the house. You didn't. I mean, the the sunroom opened into the greenhouse. And the sunroom, I mean, that room smelled like a greenhouse. It smelled oh, yes. like moss and yep. green things and the water and yeah, and it was that, luxurious. Absolutely. And that that was my room. When I okay. stayed there. Yeah. Well, okay. not the actual sunroom part. Cause like right up the steps, there was like a little, like a sitting little, area. And they had book, bookshelves in there. Yes. Like a little... and there was a, there was a sleeper sofa in there and that was my room. Huh. And I, it, I think it had a door on it that separated it yep. from the rest of the house. Yep. There was a sliding so door that went some that privacy. From when you there. were there, did the um, fireplace work? I don't remember. I don't remember if I ever used Remember in that sunroom, there was a fireplace too. Well, it was always summer when I was there. So, okay. and the reason I, the whole reason I went and stayed there is because little John was Lloyd's grandson coming up from Texas. And so to give little John some, you know, entertainment, mm-hmm. they had me come and, <laughs> and stay with little John. So I remember one summer I was, I was homesick and I remember hearing a siren in Madison and I was convinced that there was a fire at the house in Beaver Dam (laughs) and that mom and dad were going to die and the birds were going to die and you were going to die, you know, all this stuff. And little John that summer taught me the difference between the different types of sirens. And he sat with me that night and assured me that, you know, a fire truck would not go from Madison to Beaver Dam and all that kind of stuff. So grief. Yep. Okay. So talk about the clocks. So clocks. So the um, he was the clockmeister, the last name being Meister, and he master, had yes, yeah, or expert, he, yep, yep, and he had clocks. It, it, well, when Joan was alive, he had clocks everywhere in the basement. So the, his workshop was in the basement, and that's where their laundry room was as well. And actually, that's where John and I spent a lot of time because um, we would sit there and we would request songs from Z one hundred and four. <laughs> and we would, we would call and call and call to get them to play a song. And apparently they only play it after they get so many requests for it. So one time the DJ answered the call and he said, apparently you guys really want to hear that song, don't you? I mean, because John and I, we, we tried different voices and all this stuff, trying to get him to play this song. But anyway, but yeah, there were, cl- there were clocks everywhere that we weren't allowed to touch, but they, you know, the amount of chiming that went on in that house was astronomical. Well, and he fixed and clocks. He fixed and clocks for he people. cleaned clocks. And he mm-hmm. had, if I'm not mistaken, the, it was a workshop down in his basement. Yes. All things clocks. So clock all parts things, and cleaning yes, machines. And, and yeah. In his, yeah, he had an office downstairs and he had workbenches and they were just littered with every part of a clock. And I think um, when you say littered, that was an appropriate... There were par- there were parts and pieces and clocks covering every surface, every flat every surface. surface. Yep. And after Joan passed, all of that stuff moved up into the kitchen and the rest of the house because then he didn't have to go down all, down all the stairs because it was a wicked nasty staircase. It was it was very narrow and steep, very narrow and steep. And so the less he had to go up and down stairs, the better. 
So but yeah, the kitchen was covered the, with clock parts. I mean, besides the, the clock parts down the basement, um, he had a clock collection that he highlighted on that wall in the hallway. Okay. Yep. And um, I just remember there was lots of movement. Oh, yes. You know, lots of, of tick-tocking and lots of um, pendulums. And yep. I don't really remember any of the specific clocks. No. But um, I just remember there was lots of tick-tocking throughout the house. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I always think of mom's house having a lot of tick-tocking and it's nothing compared to Lloyd's. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause yeah, mom, you sit and talk to mom and every, all you hear are click, 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 click. But um, yeah, his house was way beyond that. So and you I, were also uh, talking about him um, being a clown with the Zor shrine. I never saw him. I mean, I never actually saw him dressed up. I saw, I always saw pictures of him and I saw pictures of him and little John dressed up as clowns for Zor shrine. Um, but that was you know, it just, I don't, I don't know. It just always sparked a, an interest in me. I was like, well, that, that, and the fact that I had the circus wagon wall, um, wall, the shelving unit that dad had built for my nursery. And so add that to the clowns. And of course, Bradley's, Bradley's room had to be a nurse. It had to be a circus. Exactly. So, Did, yeah. I wonder why Lloyd um, started being a clown. And I wonder why he stopped being a clown. Do you know um, that? I don't know. I mean, he was part of the Zor shrine for many years, you know, being, he was a Mason and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know why he ever stopped. I think just purely maybe because of age and it got harder to ride the, the ride the scooter and stuff <laughs> being squashed into a little, I mean, well, the scooter, I mean, if you, if you take a look on, on our website, take a look at the blog post, you'll see a picture of the scooter. And I mean, I was eight, nine years old and it fit me. So to, I mean, little John, well, little John and I were on it, but I mean, it's tiny. So to picture an older man with a little bit of a belly sitting on it would be challenging. Very so, challenging. Yeah. So now next question is, uh, did Bradley like the clown theme? Bradley hated the clowns. <laughs> Phil hated the clowns. <laughs> Bradley got his, or when Bradley was six months old and got his first clown, Phil opened it up and said, oh my God, it's Psycho the Killer Clown. And Bradley, to this day, hates that clown. I still I have it in my room, and he goes, "It's the cre he thinks it's the creepiest thing ever." I think it's adorable, but now you yeah. should definitely post a picture of that too for people to be able to take a look at. Sure, it's clown. an adorable. It's a little tiny, little porcelain-headed clown. It's it's adorable. Okay, you know, so it's, we it's, we should actually do a poll on if you think it's creepy or not. There you go. Can you yeah. figure that out? Yeah, I think that'd be hysterical. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, get right on that. Okay. I'll get right on that. <laughs> well, that, and I've got a couple other dolls and I've, I've got a doll, a, a doll of mine, a favorite doll of mine from when I was a child. I've got Bradley's first clown. I've got Jesse's original doll and I've got Nathan's, um, Nathan's, it was a teddy bear, his original teddy, his first teddy bear. And those are all in my room and your daughter, Aubrey will not go in my room because there's dolls in my room. <laughs> yep. excellent that's a whole nother topic <laughs> that's a whole nother topic yes yeah okay so that brings us to the last topic and that is about lloyd's nakedness nakedness yes yes, yes. I, re I remember plato's day oh he yeah he he was he he had no visible tan lines he would have loved to have shown anybody who wanted to, to see and um 
he always had on denim shorts. When he came by us, he'd have on denim shorts and a denim shirt, one button buttoned at his belly, but you know, all of his white chest hair sticking out and <laughs> as, 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 as minimal covering as possible, even in the winter, he wore shorts. That's I don't remember. Right. He did. Yeah. He always yeah. had shorts on. Um, yeah. He hated clothes. And, but yeah, he'd sunbathe, he'd, normally he'd sunbathe naked, but Joan would insist that he had to have clothes on when we were there, even though we were not allowed to be in the, yeah, anywhere near, not even near the back of the house. We had to be toward the front of the house or gone or something, you know, when <laughs> no, I remember, I mean, it's not a family secret that he sunbathed in the nude, but uh-huh. you know, when I was a young adult, I remember going to his house and um, Joan had passed and we were cleaning and I walked out in the backyard. We were looking to see, you know, what was going on. And um, I remember looking around and seeing that the houses nearby, you could easily see windows. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And so the neighbors um, probably got (laughs) Quite I mean, he, he did have hedges around the backyard. So but there was upstairs, some stairs, bedroom windows, right? Were still easily viewable. Yeah. Yep. There were. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my, that's so, so scary. And um, we knew that he loved going to the nude beach. Yep. And um, that was a, an open secret. Yep. And um, I'm sure people, I mean, it's still a beach. I'm, I'm assuming. I have no idea. No idea. No. Yeah. But yeah, he, he was, he kind of sheepishly told us the fact that, yeah, he got stuck. He was laying down. He, he couldn't get back up. And so this large guy was walking by and he had to ask him for help up and they're both naked. And yeah. It's a and, visual that just kind of yeah. burns the retinas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he, he was, a, he was a cute little fart, you know, I mean. <laughs> He was just, you know, you know um, and if you, if you think of him compared to Grandpa Ron, I mean, oh, now, Gra- his now brother. I, yes, his brother. I mean, now I didn't know Grandpa Ron, but from stories I've heard, they were diametric opposites. Complete, exactly. So yeah. Judy wrote about Ron yep. and you wrote about Lloyd and yes. where Lloyd was a free spirit. Um, his brother, Ron was, but, shall we say, buttoned up. Um, yes. You know, he wore a hat to mow the lawn. Yes. So. Yes. He, you know, yeah. And the more, and I think Lloyd part of, I think Lloyd liked to get a reaction out of people. So the more crabby he was, or the more he, you know, teased you and made fun of you, he, he liked the, the reaction. And he, you know, like, um, I don't know, I'm sure we haven't talked about it yet, about mother sticking Judy with pins when she was, was when she was, when they shared a bed together, <laughs> I'm sure Lloyd would have done the same thing to Ron, you know, Lloyd would have been the one sticking pins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I yeah. bet you're totally right. So yeah. he just, he, he did what he did to get reactions, whether it yep. was building beautiful flower gardens mm-hmm. or, um, you know, the clocks, being yep. naked uh, and I, maybe the naked was just for him Ma- naked was probably just for him you know but yeah he just yeah I, I just he was definitely an eccentric and just was one of a kind so yeah. but yeah he was you know s- sweet guy I mean he just you know there's so many there's so many things that we did in Madison you know with with him and stuff that were just so fun and, and I just yeah like what? It, what's was, one more thing that you did with him um well maybe- maybe it wasn't necessarily with him, but it was with Aunt Joan, but it's just going to Madison was always such an adventure because we got to, you know, little John and I 
well, I mean, he and I, little John and I, would, we rode the tandem bike all over Madison. I think we went to every school playground there was. Um, um, and you, know, you did went, tell me a secret about the tandem bike rides. Oh, yes. Little John was always in the back. And I found out many years later that he never pedaled. <laughs> he shared that with me many, many years later. Um, and unfortunately, little John has little John um, passed away when I was 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And so he would have been 27 when he passed. Yep. He was in a, a bad car accident, but um, yeah, just, we had, you know, we had so much fun. I, I remember one time in, in Madison, little John and I were playing with a, um, a Nerf uh, bow and arrow and we shot it at a window as the window spider cracked around the, the bow or around the arrow. And we quickly put the bow and arrow away and we went off and did something else. So we didn't tell anybody. And yeah, Lloyd found that later on that night and little John got reamed a new asshole and I, I didn't get yelled at. <laughs> I need to confess. Uh, no. Oh, hell no. no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know how that happened. <laughs> and the, the arrow just magically jumped off, the, you know, off the floor and, you know, stuck itself to the window. So you didn't take the arrow off either. Oh, it, we did. But I mean, but it was just, yeah. Yeah, obvious what how, happened. Yeah, it was like, I don't know what happened. How did that happen? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Lloyd, you know, I just, like I said, the, my biggest memory of him is, like I said, when he would come up and he would pinch you, I swear to God, as hard as he could on the back of the arm. And, you know, how you doing, you little shit? And it was like, fine, you old fart. Yeah, it was like, and the, now, you know, the, the story of what, uh, my wedding, my wedding when I got married to Tom was yeah. he was there to help decorate the. He was there to help have- mother decorate. To help mother decorate, yes. And I was Ju- Judy was being practical and telling him that you couldn't put you couldn't put plants there or flowers there because well, let's keep in mind the place that we were decorating was the pyramid restaurant. Yeah. So I mean, it was a whole Egyptian theme in the basement, and so mom and Lloyd are trying to cover up the whole Egyptian feel, and so they're putting plants and flowers everywhere. Everywhere. Judy was saying. So now well, at that point, our parents owned a furniture store. Yes. So there were, I mean, the the things that they had to work with, things like um, tall, fake ficus plants. Right. I mean, you know, dozens of them. So they yes. had materials with which to cover up the. Yep. But Judy's comment with Lloyd was that, well, we can't put that there. Lisa won't be able to fit through with her with her dress. And Lloyd was very miffed and said, we don't need you here. Why don't you just go home? <laughs> that went over real big. That, yeah, yeah, that that's still brought up to this day of, you know, those comments. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he just he didn't want anyone interfering with his decorating. He wanted to decorate. He wanted to be creative. And if yep. you didn't go along with his ideas, you were wrong. You were wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like mother. It's easier to go along with what she says than to argue with her. <laughs> Ooh, a family trait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, think of, think of it. Think of how much she is like Lloyd. You've got an excellent point. Shel. Mother is Lloyd. And I'm sorry, Judy, when you listen to this, but Judy, you're like grandpa Ron. <laughs> 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 oh, you are in such deep trouble. I am in big trouble for that one. But yeah, she's got to know it on some level. But think of it. Lloyd liked to get a reaction out of people. So does mother. Yep. Lloyd liked to get a reaction out of people. So does grandpa Ron. 
you know, mom's kind of just a go by oh, the wait, seat wait. of her. Lloyd likes to get a reaction of people. That's mom. Yes. And Ron is very, to, very straight laced. Go by the book. People focused. Yes. Very much um, wanting and, to be friends. And, yeah. and mother is very much a fly by the seat of her pants kind of person. Judy is very planned and meticulous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing with Uncle Lloyd. Uncle Lloyd was fly by the seat of his pants. And from what I've heard of Grandpa Ron, he was very straight laced and and meticulous. Yep, so yep, exactly. Well, on know. that pleasant note, like you said, yeah. you are in so much. I trouble. am in so much yes. trouble, but that's what makes this fun. <laughs> we will wrap this up here and uh, look forward to talking to you next time. All right, talk later, Lise. See ya. Bye bye. And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, Be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.